This is Truth From The Heart with Travis Sullivan, and this is Episode 9, which I have titled, The Two Eyes, Idols, and Integrity. And I said from the very first episode, I would have some ideas of what I want to talk about on these episodes, but I was also going to let God guide me in what to talk about. I had planned on a different topic for this episode, but God put something else on my heart. So again, today, I'm going to be talking about the two eyes, idols and integrity. Idols can affect our relationship with God, and integrity can help us be examples of what it looks like to live like Christ. Before I get started today, I do want to remind you that the podcast is on various platforms now, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and more. But here's the key. Remember to search Truth From The Heart with Travis Sullivan. Don't just search Truth From The Heart. You have to also add my name. So search the entire thing, Truth From The Heart with Travis Sullivan, and you will find it on those various platforms and more. And of course, you can also find it at the podcast website, rss.com forward slash podcast with an S forward slash truth from the heart. And also you can email the podcast truth from the heart podcast at gmail.com. You can email me and I will give you the reference. If you have a question about something that you've heard, a lot of the times I will tell you whether I'm reading from the Bible or whether it's my opinion. And so again, if you have a question, I would love to hear from you. Truth from the heart podcast at gmail.com. Something else that's very important that I want to mention, and that is that I wanted to make sure that I made this podcast free. I didn't want anyone to have to pay to listen to these podcasts because this is the truth of God's word. This is the truth. And I want to get that out to as many people as I can. And I didn't want the donations to be a hindrance. I don't mind doing this. I work for a radio station, so I've got the resources to be able to produce this podcast. And God has just blessed me beyond anything that I could ever think or imagine And this podcast has now been downloaded over 200 times. Now, some of those, of course, are multiple downloads from the same person. But nevertheless, it is getting around the world as well. So it is a worldwide podcast. And that is nothing that I have done. That is all God. I will keep saying this. When I started this podcast, I prayed and I said, God, if you will give me a platform, I will stand on the truth of your word and you can do with it what you will. Also, before I get started today, I just want to say this. I'm not trying to cause division in the church. I am just trying to share the truth of God's word. We need to understand what his word says so that we can live it out in our lives on a daily basis. I think sometimes we hear things and we just don't take them to heart. And there is so much evil going on in this world and so much going on around us. We don't have time to sit back and just go with the flow. As Christians, I believe we are also called to live lives of integrity so that we can be a light in this dark world. I also believe that part of the Christian walk is knowing what God's word says about the issues that we face in life every day, like idolatry. And that is why I'm talking about the two eyes today, idols and integrity. For those of you who know me, I like to start with the basics, and so let's start with the one that we don't want in our lives, and that is idols or idolatry. Let's define what idolatry is. According to BibleStudyTools.com, 
Idolatry is image worship or divine honor paid to any created object. My definition is anything that you love or put above God in your life. It can be a person, it can be a place, it can be a thing. Idolatry extends beyond worship of false images or gods. It's a heart issue that comes from pride, self-centeredness, and love of possessions. What was the topic of the first episode that I did? It was the issue of pride. And I said in that episode that I believe the root to many of the problems that we have in society today is because of the issue of pride. I also talked about how pride was what got Lucifer kicked out of heaven. And that is why I think he uses it or tries to get us to use pride in our lives. We don't want to admit that things are above God in our lives when they really are. And that's why I said we kind of have to do a heart check and kind of put our pride to the side and look at our lives and say, I really do need to fix this. I really need to get this out of my life. And I need to focus more on God because there is no room for pride in the kingdom of heaven. Two verses that I want to start right off the bat taking a look at that go along with this idea that we cannot have pride in our lives and that idolatry is something that we want out of our lives. And that is Matthew 6.24 and Philippians 3.19. I'm going to start with Matthew 6.24 first. And again, I read from the English Standard Version. And here's what Matthew 6.24 says. And maybe you've heard this verse before. No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. I love what that verse says. You cannot serve two masters. And in our lives today, I'm going to just say this right off the bat. You are not going to have a time probably in your life where you have no idols, where you have nothing in your life that is more important than God. I almost hate to say that it's human nature, but I believe that it is. There's just so much going on in the world around us. We want to do so many things. We want to spend time doing this. We want to spend time doing that. But we've got to spend time and put God first in our lives. So we're never going to be without idols in our lives this side of heaven. But it is important that we remember what Matthew 6.24 says. We cannot serve two masters. We can only serve one, and we are to serve the God of creation, the King of kings, and the Lord of lords. And I also love how that verse ends. You cannot serve God and money. Money is a thing. That's why I said that can be an idol. There are some people that just, they have to make a certain amount of money. They have to have a certain amount of money. They have to have a certain amount of things. I also did an episode all about money and how we need to change our mindset and realize it's all God's anyway, and that he entrusts us each with different amounts. So that is something that's very important in this episode as well. We cannot serve two masters because we will hate one and love the other. The other verse that I just mentioned was Philippians 3.19, and here's what it says. Their end is destruction, their God is their belly, and they glory in their shame with minds set on earthly things. And I think that also goes along with they wanted things that would satisfy their hunger. They would satisfy their belly. They glory in their shame because their minds are set on earthly things rather than on things above. 
That is why it is so important to put God first in our lives, but it is something that is very hard to do with everything that we've got in our world today, and especially in this nation. We are so blessed to live in a nation where many of us are blessed with many, many things, but we cannot let anything get in between us and our relationship with God. I want to give an example, one of the best examples, I think, of idolatry. This comes from the very beginning of God's word. It's the Ten Commandments. And here's something else that's important to know about the Ten Commandments. What is the first of the Ten Commandments? And maybe you know, maybe you don't know. But let me tell you what the first commandment is. It's in Exodus 20, verse 3. Here it is. You shall have no other gods before me. And I think God listed that first because he knew this would be a big issue in our lives and one of the easiest commandments to break. There are so many things in our lives that can easily become idols, sports teams, television, social media, singers, athletes, places, just so many things. So that's why I think God put it first. We cannot hide our idols in our lives because God looks at the heart. He knows what is first in our lives. He knows whether it's him or whether it's something else. I don't want to make it sound like I'm sitting here throwing stones and saying that this has never happened in my life. It's never going to happen in my life and trying to put you on a guilt trip or make you feel shameful. That is not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying that we need to be conscious of it because the quicker that we spot it, the quicker that we realize we've got a problem, then the quicker God can fix it. Because we can pray to him, we can ask him, God, please come in and sort of either take this out of my life or redirect my path to you. Not necessarily take whatever idol that is out of our lives, but help me not put it above you in our lives. And I guarantee you, he will come in and he will do that because he never turns us away. He will always draw us nearer to him. So if you pray that and you ask him, please help me draw near to you, help me put you first in my life, then I know that he will help you do that. One of the first instances of idols that is mentioned in the Bible, it may actually be the first instance, and that's in Exodus 32. The Israelites worshipped a golden calf while Moses was on the mountain talking with God and getting the Ten Commandments. God was going to bring his wrath down on the people, but Moses pleaded with God. However, 3,000 people were killed that day, and God brought a plague to the people of Israel. It's an amazing story. If you have never read it, I encourage you to read it. God does not play around when it comes to his word. Exodus 32, again, is all about as Moses is on the top of the mountain getting the Ten Commandments, what the Israelites are doing down below, and it is not a good thing. And actually, I don't know if you know this, but Moses actually broke the first set of the Ten Commandments, because he was so angry when he came down from the mountain and saw the Israelites disrespecting God and worshiping a golden calf that he threw the stones down and broke them. So he had to go back up on the mountain and get another set. Really, if you've never read Exodus, I encourage you to read it. It's a fantastic story of God leading his people to the promised land. And The Israelites complained along the way. They did things like this where they worshiped false gods. 
And nevertheless, when Moses went back up on that mountain, he said, Lord, please spare these people. He had a heart for the Israelites. He said, please don't destroy them because as I have said this before, there is nothing that matches the love of God except the wrath of God. God does not play around. They are not 10 suggestions. They are commandments for us to live by. God was not saying, these are the things that I would like you to live by. No, these are the things that we are commanded to live by. And the Israelites were down there breaking number one. They couldn't even get past number one because they couldn't wait for Moses to come down and to tell them what God had said. It shows the human nature. I mean, that's one of the things. It's it's just, it's such like humans. And that is why God's love and grace is so amazing. Because if I had been God, which thank goodness I'm not, but if I had had been, I probably would have just wiped them all out. Because it's like, what's the point? Y'all can't even get past number one. Here you are breaking the Ten Commandments. And some people would argue, well, they didn't know about them yet. They knew it was wrong. That was the point is they knew that they were not to worship any God besides the one true God. So uh, like I said, I think that's the first example of idolatry. And God did bring a plague to the Israelites. So God will always have the last word. There is a misconception with some denominations while we're on the topic of the Ten Commandments that some denominations believe that if you follow the Ten Commandments, you're a good person, you will go to heaven. I cannot tell you how much it irritates me when I have seen interviews or I've heard different people talking about, well, I'm a good person. I've pretty much tried to keep the Ten Commandments. That doesn't matter. Because like I said, you're going to break one or all of them. We have for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And a verse that backs up that belief, and I'm not going to sit here and list the denominations that believe that. But if your denomination believes that your works will get you into heaven, you are not believing the right thing. And you may say, well, Travis, that's pretty bold to say. I'm telling you what God's word says. And it says this in Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. And these denominations that believe that you can earn your way into heaven, that is a complete falsehood because, one, there's no bar that you would set. What's the bar that's set? Do you have to follow all the commandments? Do you have to... You know, follow seven of them and that'll get you in. You know, Pat, that's a passing grade, seven out of 10. What's the standard? There is no standard. And God knew that because He knew we would not be able to keep all 10 commandments. It's almost impossible. It is impossible. And I love what that verse says, not a result of works so that no one can boast. There's not a single one of us that can sit there and boast and say, you know, I got into heaven because I kept all 10 commandments or I I kept most of them or I am a good person. No, it's by faith alone, faith in Jesus Christ alone that will get you to heaven. So that is why, like I said, uh, I'm going to talk about things from time to time that are controversial, and that may be one that turns a lot of people off. But if your church believes that, if you believe that you can, by just being a good person, that you can get into heaven, that is completely wrong. You have got to have faith in Jesus Christ and make him the Lord of your life. Now, I think when Jesus is the Lord of your life, you will want to live 
the life that he wants you to live. You will want to live a life where you follow the commandments. You will want to be a good person in life and do things for others and be the light in this world. But again, that does not mean that you will get into heaven. So I just wanted to be very clear on that. Faith alone will get you to heaven. That is the bottom line. As I have mentioned, the only thing that I believe that rivals God's love is God's wrath on the unrighteous. There are several verses and several chapters in Romans that talk about this. I will give you those real quick, and then I will close things out for us today. God's wrath on the unrighteous, Romans 1, 16 to 32. And then God's righteous judgment is Romans chapters 2 and 3. So again, Romans 1, 16 to 32, God's wrath on the unrighteous. God's righteous judgment is talked about in Romans 2 and 3. God does not mess around when it comes to his word. He does not mess around when it comes to the Ten Commandments. He will have the final word in our lives. And something else before I close out today that I want to be very clear about, and that is that God does not send anyone to hell. We make that decision for ourselves. There are just two choices. You can either make Jesus the Lord of your life and have faith in him, or you can choose to reject the truth. If you choose the latter, then hell will be your final destination. God has given us all free will and the ability to love, but it's our choice as to what we choose and put first in our lives. And I hope for many of you listening today, you can say God is number one in my life, or if he's not, I'm going to pray and ask him to help me make him number one in our lives. Let me pray and I will close this out for today. Lord, thank you for today. Thank you for your word. And Lord, thank you for the Ten Commandments and for giving us a guide of how we are to live our lives. It is so easy in this world today to put things above you, but we are not to do that in our lives. You are to be the priority in our lives. So, Lord, I pray for anyone out there who is struggling with idolatry, that you would come into their lives, that they would turn to you, and that they would ask you to make you number one in their lives. Because when you are the focus of our lives, things are so much different. We look at things differently. Things are so much better because you're gracious, you are mighty, and you love us more than we could ever imagine. Lord, thank you for your word, and thank you for sending Jesus to die for us. It's in your name that I pray. Amen. Once again, thank you so much for listening to Truth From The Heart with Travis Sullivan. I've got several more things to talk about as far as it relates to idols and integrity, so you will want to stay tuned and listen to the next part of this episode. This is Truth From The Heart with Travis Sullivan. Remember, Jesus is King, Maranatha, and God bless until next time.